First and foremost, I'd like to give all honor and glory to the Most High God, Yahweh, in the name of His only begotten Son, Yahweh Shai. Uh, welcome back to our weekly reading, brothers, of our of biblical history in the in the Tanakh, the Apocrypha, and in the New Testament, quote-unquote, the, the early church history. So let's continue with that reading as we go into the book of Joshua chapter 4 now. In the book of Joshua, chapter 4 from the top. And it came to pass, when all the people were clean, passed over Jordan, that the Lord spoke unto Joshua, saying, Take ye twelve men out of the people, out of every tribe of man, and command you them, saying, Take hence out of the midst of Jordan, out of the place where the priest's foot set, feet stood firm, twelve stones. See what I'm saying? From each tribe there was one of us, that set a stone where the priest was at. This is as we're crossing the Jordan, because if uh, if brothers are following along, you know we're about to go into you know on the other side. Manasseh, Gad, and Reuben had got their land, but it's now time for the rest of the tribes to go in. Um, verse three, and command you to them, saying, "Take Kent out of the midst of the Jordan, out of the place where the priest feet stood firm, twelve stones." And ye shall carry them over with you, and leave them in a lodging place, where ye shall lodge this night. Then Joshua called the twelve men, whom had prepared, uh, who had prepared the children of Israel out of every tribe a man, and Salakia. And Joshua said unto them, Pass over before the ark of the Lord, the ark of Yahweh, your power, into the midst of Jordan, and take ye every man of of you a stone upon his shoulder, according unto the number of the tribes of the children of Israel, that it is may be a sign among you, and that when your children are asked their fathers, and when time comes, saying, what you mean by these stones? So, so like you, brethren, let's, uh, let's highlight this part, because when they ask what do you mean by these stones, you know what I'm saying? It's going to be a powerful explanation. Let's keep going. Verse 7. Then ye shall answer them that the waters of Jordan were cut off before the ark of the covenant of Yahweh. When it passed over the Jordan, the waters of the Jordan were cut off, and these stones shall be for a memorial unto the children of Israel forever. So, you know what I mean? We put in the memorial so that we always remember what the Most High God had did for us. You know what I'm saying? Remember that. And the children of Israel did as Joshua commanded and took up the twelve stones so like, out of the midst of the Jordan. As, as Yahweh spoke unto Joshua according to the number of the tribes of the children of Israel and carried them over with them unto the place where they lodged and laid them down there. So you see that we, even then we were obedient to a point where we did, you know what I'm saying, where we had, you know what I'm saying, we obeyed the Most High exactly as it was commanded of us. You know what I'm saying? So we can remember what it what, what why 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 who Salakia, who brought us over from the other side and from and from the Red Sea. You know what I'm saying? From the other side of the Red Sea and the other side of the Jordan. Verse nine. And Joshua sweat up twelve stones in the midst of the Jordan, in the place where the feet of the priests bore the ark of the covenant stood. And they were and they are there to unto this day. For the priests which bore the ark Stood in the midst of Jordan until the, until everything was finished. That Yahweh commanded Joshua to to speak unto the people according to all that Moses commanded Joshua. 
and the people hasted and passed over. And it came to pass when all the people were clean passed over, and the ark of Yahweh passed over, and the priests in the presence of the people, and the children of Reuben, and the children of Gad, and the half-tribe of Manasseh passed over, armed before the children of Israel, as Moses spoke unto them. You know what I'm saying? So we see even... You know what I'm saying? The Gadites, the Reubenites, and the Manessites had gone over because we're still at war. Remember that. We're still in a time where we're taking our land for us. Verse 13. About 40,000 prepared for war uh, War passed over before Yahweh unto battle to the plains of Jericho. On that day, Yahweh magnified Joshua in the sight of all Israel, and they feared him as they feared Moses all the days of his life. And and Yahweh and Yahweh spoke unto Joshua, saying, Command the priests that they bear the ark of the testimony, that they come up out the Jordan. You know what I'm saying? So now he's giving a, a, a order to the priests. You know what I'm saying? Joshua therefore commanded the priests, saying, Come ye uh, come ye up out of the Jordan. And and it came to pass when the priests that bore the ark of the covenant of Yahweh were come up out the midst of the Jordan. So now we're you know what I'm saying? And the, and the soles of the priest's feet were lifted up unto the dry land that the waters of Jordan returned unto the place and flowed over all his banks after they, uh, as they died before. And the people came out of, the, out of the Jordan on the tenth day of the first month on the encamped in Gil, Gilgal in the east border of Jericho. So we now we hit the east border of Jericho. And Gilgal, and he spoke unto the children of Israel, saying, When your children shall ask their fathers, and time comes, saying, What mean ye by these stones? Now we're going to find out more of what they mean by these stones. You know what I'm saying? Then, ye, then, Osalaki, we've got to underline this part. Then ye shall let your children know, saying, Israel came over this Jordan on the dry land. For Yahweh, your power, dried up the waters of the Jordan, from before you until you were passed over as Yahweh, your power, did to the Red Sea, which he dried up from before us until we were gone over, that all the people of the earth might know the hand of Yahweh that is mighty, that he might fear Yahweh, your power, forever. You know what I'm saying? That's the book, that's not, um, Joshua chapter 4, as we're moving on, you know what I'm saying? Because let's understand you know what I'm saying? Something. So like your brother, I got to see who's on the call. Oh, your lot had to go. So like, I remember that. Um, what you might call it? Uh, so like your brother. Uh, uh, let's, uh, let's move on. It's more, uh, biblical history. Let's go into the book of, of first Maccabees now chapter four, because we see the powerful, the, the power, the, the things that are being set up now in our history as we get ready to take, as we get ready to go into our land, you know what I'm saying? Um, as we take back all that we've done, and we and we're going through Maccabees, and it's powerful as we're in the middle of the feast on, in the in the day in the high in the in the holy day known as Hanukkah. You know what I'm saying? And we're we're remembering more and more as we go because we read through, we've been reading through First Maccabees, so. You know what I'm saying? It's always a powerful thing to see how 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 uh, each time we've been liberated. So 
Salakia, like uh, so like better than how to fix something. Uh, anyways, let's go to the book of First Maccabees, chapter four, from the top. Um, then took Gorgias five thousand footmen and the thousand of the best horsemen, Salakia. So like uh, let me see. Then took Gorgias five thousand footmen. And the thousand of the of the best horsemen, and removed out of the camp by night, to the end that he might rush to, upon the camp of the Jews and smite them suddenly. And the men of the fortress were his guides. Now, remind you how this how this devil, this Edomite, is about to try to attack us. You know, what I'm saying by night. Remember, they tried to they thought they could catch us slipping on the Sabbath, not knowing that you know the Most High God, you know was with us to go to war and defend our law and our lands on the, on that Sabbath day. They were in for a rude awakening at that time. Let's keep going. Verse 3. Now when Judas heard thereof, he himself removed and the valiant men with him that you might smite the king's army, which was at Emus. So you see now, Judas, a powerful brother from the tribe of Levi, was like, he heard about it, so he got himself some mighty men, some war, you know, some warriors, that he might lay, that he might lay our enemy down. You know what I'm saying? Well, and, and, and like I said, sometimes, you know, a lot of brothers don't see, see things differently than I do, but I see the, I see how Jake can be, and, and how Jake, even in, in his, in his folly, is exactly how, he has always been. So, you know what I'm saying? Like it says, like, like you know, I had heard uh, an Eastsider song when it starts out with death to all my enemies. That's the type of attitude these these powerful Levites had when they went in to attack these Greeks. But let's keep going. Well, as yet, the forces were dispersed from the camp. See, you know what I'm saying? They were still waiting on the camp. You know what I'm saying? The forces were still dispersed. In the mean season came... There he sought them into the mountains, for he for said he, these fellows flee from us. You know what I'm saying? They knew that they were running from them. In the mean season came Gregorius by night into the camp of Judas, and when he found no man, there he sought them in the mountains, for said he, these fellows flee from us. So they were they were like they went to go look for him. And he was like, oh, they dipped, they dipped out on us. They ran away. Let's keep going. Verse 6. But as soon as it was day, Judas hold, showed himself in the plain with 3,000 men who nevertheless had neither armor nor swords to their minds. So now Judas showed up. You know what I'm saying? The powerful brothers showed up with men that didn't even have no, no armor, no swords, nothing. And they saw the camp of the heathen. And it was strong and well harnessed and compassed round about with horsemen. And they, and these were experts of war. So he saw the type of men these were. You know what I mean? They saw who they were. These heathens were no joke, basically. Then said Judas to the men that were with him, Fear not their multitude, neither be afraid of their assault. See how he starts the speech, right? He says, Fear either... 
Fear ye not their multitude, neither be afraid of their assault. Remember how our fathers were delivered in the Red Sea when Pharaoh pursued them with an army. Now, therefore, let us cry out unto heaven, if preadventure Yahweh will have mercy upon us, and remember the covenant of our fathers, and destroy this host before our face this day, that so all the heathen may know that there is one who delivereth and saveth Israel. Then the strangers lifted up their eyes and saw them coming over against them. Wherefore, they went out of the camp to battle, but they that were with Judas sounded their trumpets. Which, uh, soldier first class, uh, Yawasak Banyasharala, you know what I'm saying, is, is now responsible for first sounding the trumpet before camp. You know what I'm saying? So they joined battle, and the heathen being discomfited fled into the plain. So we see, you know, say, what happened? They dipped out. They just, they fled from before them. Howbeit, all the hindmost of them were slain with the sword, for they pursued them unto Gezra. You know what And unto the plains of Idumea, and as to Ostas, and unto Jemenia, so that there were slain with them three thousand men. This then Judas returned again with the host from pursuing them, and the people, and to the people, be not greedy of the spoils inasmuch as there is a battle before us. And Gregorius and his hosts are here by us in the mountain. So you know saying he knew that they were around. And but stand ye now against your enemies and overcome them after this ye may boldly take their spoils. So now we gotta lay everybody down. Then you can have whatever you want basically. You know what I'm saying? Oh, that's crazy. I didn't even know that. <laughs> as as Judas was yet speaking, these words there appeared a part of them looking out of the mountain, who when they perceived that the Jews had put their host to flight and were burning the tents, for the smoke was seen, declared what was done. So you know what I'm saying? They seen that the they seen the fire going. When therefore they perceived these things, they were so afraid, seeing also the host of Judas in the plain ready to fight. They fled every one into the land of strangers. Remember in the book of Deuteronomy 28, in the first half, the blessings, we see, we see what Yahweh said he would do. He would have them flee from before this. And what's going on? They're fleeing before uh, Judas, and, and Judas Maccabeus and the rest of them. And the rest of the Israelites that went to war with these heathens at the time. When Judas returned to spoil the tents, they got much gold and silver and blue silk and purple of the sea and great riches. So even they, they were, you know, they came and they, they, they got them dudes. They, they took everything them dudes had. After this, they went home and sung a song of thanksgiving and praised the Lord. Praise Yahweh in heaven because it is good, because it is good, because his mercy endureth forever. Now, ain't it crazy that the feast of, of, of dedications or the feast of uh, of Hanukkah was just, you know, around their, their, their wicked-ass celebration, you know what I'm saying? But see how we, um, how we, um, we boldly stood up, you know what I'm saying? We celebrate the death of our enemies as well, though. 
You know what I'm saying? And ours is in righteousness because the Most High God has delivered, has delivered these people up to us. But let's keep going. Thus Israel had a great deliverance that day. See how, see what I, keeping the laws. Thus Israel had a great deliverance that day. Now all the stranger that escaped and came and told Lysias what had happened, uh, what had happened, who when he heard heard thereof was confounded and discouraged because neither such things as he would were done unto Israel, nor such things as the king commanded him were come to pass. The next year, therefore, following Lysias, gathered together three scores thousand choice men afoot and five thousand horsemen that he might subdue them. So they came into Idumea and pitched their tents at Bethsura and Judas met with them, met them with ten thousand men. And when he saw the mighty army he prayed and said Blessed art thou O Savior of Israel who didst quell the violence of the mighty man by the hand of thy servant David. And gave us the host of strangers into the hands of Jonathan, and the son of Saul, and his armor bearer. Shut up this army in the hand of thy people Israel, and let them be confounded in their power and horsemen. Make them to be of no courage, and cause of boldness and strength to fall, fall away, and let them quake at their destruction. Cast them down with the sword of them that, lo that love thee. And let all those that know thy name praise thee with thanksgiving. See, hey, we just got a prayer. I mean, it's not in the Hebrew, but for brothers learning and all that, there you, you know what I'm saying? We have a prayer we can pray. Verse 34. So they joined the battle, and there were slain of the host of Lysias 5,000 men, even before them, that were they slain. Now when Lysias saw his army put to flight and the main the manliness of Judah's soldiers and how they were ready either to live or die valiantly, he went into Antioch Antiochia and gathered together a company of strangers, and having made his army greater than it was, he proposed he purposed to come again into Judea. So this dude keep getting basically beat beat up. You know what I'm saying? He keep getting his, his, his men laid down, and he saw how how, how manly and aggressive the, the, the men of Israel were and how they were willing to ready to live or die, no matter the cause. You know, no matter what, they were boldly ready to live or die for the cause of Israel. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that we have to have as an example for us. You know what I'm saying? Because when we get out there, we, we're literally putting our lives on the line, and we got to have this. Salak, your brother. Salak, <clears throat> Verse 36. Oh, well, my point was, you know what I'm saying? We got to we, we gotta have, we got to always be like the, 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 the the brothers were the lead the brothers were in Maccabees four first Maccabees four and thirty four you know what I'm saying we gotta they gotta look at us and be, and know that we're ready to live or die for this truth but let's keep going verse thirty six then said Judas and his brethren behold our enemies are discomfited let us go up and cleanse and dedicate the sanctuary 
So now you see why, where we get this. Let us go up and dedicate the sanctuary. Upon all this, all the hosts assembled themselves together and went up into Mount Zion. And when they saw the sanctuary desolate and the altar profane and the gates burnt up and the shrubs growing in the courts as in a forest or in one of the mountains, yea, the priest's chambers pulled down, they rent their clothes and made a great lamentation and cast ashes upon their heads. You know what I'm saying? This is you know what I'm saying. This is how we 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 see because we're we're dealing with a spiritual temple, and that's how our our temple is looking right now. We got we're we're in a time of rededicating it again. You know what I'm saying? We we gotta we gotta go out there and sigh and cry and lament. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Let's keep going. Verse forty and fell down flat on the ground upon their faces. And blew an alarm with trumpets and cried towards heaven. Then Judas appointed certain men to fight against those that were in the fortress until he had cleansed the sanctuary. So now we see now now he appointed men to to get out there and get it get out while while he was cleansing the cleansing the sanctuary because Judas and his brothers were of that of the tribe of Levi. You know what I'm saying? But let's keep going. Verse forty two. So he chose the priests of blameless conversation. Such as have pleasure in the law. You know what I mean? That's what, you know what I mean, Lord willing? You know what I mean? We're fighting the fight towards this. Who cleansed the sanctuary and bore out the defiled stones in an unclean place. You know what I'm saying? They, they started doing what had to be done. And when, and when this, and, and, and as they consulted what to do with the altar of burnt offerings, which was profane, they thought it was best to pull it down, lest it be a, free, a, a reproach to them, because the heathen had defiled it. Wherefore, they pulled it down and laid up the stones in the mountain of the temple in a convenient place, until there should come a prophet to show what should be done with them. So they even had a, you know what I mean? They, they took down the altar stones and everything till, till there was somebody sent of the Most High to, to tell him what it is to, that needs to be done with it. Verse 47, Then they took whole stones according to the law and built a new altar according to the former. You know what I'm saying? They, even, they rebuilt uh, according to Numbers, uh, the book of Numbers. You know what I'm saying? And made up a sanctuary. And the things that were within the temple hall, and hollow courts, they made also a new holy vessel and into the temple they brought the candlestick, the menorah you see, and the altar of burnt offerings of incense and the table. And upon the altar they burnt incense, and the lamps that were upon the candlestick they lighted, they lighted that they might give light in the temple. Furthermore, they set loaves upon the table and spread out the veils and finished all the works which they had begun to make. Now, on the five and twentieth day of the ninth month, which is called the month of Keslu, in the hundred and forty and the hundred forty and eighth year, they rose up beat times in the morning, offered sacrifice according to the law upon the new altar of burnt offerings, which they had made. Look at what time they had, what time and what day the heathen had profaned it. Even it that was it dedicated with songs and citrons and harps and cymbals. 
See, so I mean, you're basically we're reading about the we're reading about the, the Bahanika, the feast of dedication, and they offered sacrifice according to the law upon burnt offerings which they made. Look at what time. Uh, David said, look at what time and day the heathen had profaned it, even that it was dedicated with songs and cisterns and harps and cymbals. Then all the people fell upon their faces, worshiping and praising the power of heaven, who had given them good success. And so they kept the dedication of the altar eight days. Remember, remember that. They kept the, the dedication of the altar eight days and offered burnt offerings with gladness, and sacrificed the sacrifices of deliverance and praise. They decked also the forefront of the temple with crowns of gold, and with shields and gates and chambers. They renewed and hanged doors upon them. Thus, thus was there a very great gladness among the people, for that reproach of the heathen was put away. Moreover, Judas and his brethren were the whole congregation of Israel ordained that the days of dedication of the altar should be kept in the season from year to year by space of eight days from five and twentieth day of the month cast loose with mirth and gladness. At the time also they built up Mount Sion with high walls and strong towers round about, lest the Gentiles should come up and tread it down as they as they had done before, and they set the garrison to keep it, fortified Besrua to preserve it, and that the people might have a defense against Idumia. So that's, you know, that's the first, we saw the dedication of the temple, the feast, the first feast of Hanukkah, and how it was given to us by, the, by Judas Maccabeus and his brothers. You know what I'm saying? And why we do it for, for eight days. Why we dedicate and have gladness these next eight days, and why it don't end till Saturday or sundown? You know what I'm saying? What well, we got to rededicate our temple for these next eight days, our temple spiritually. But let's move on to the book of Acts, chapter four, now, as we read uh, the the reading of uh, Salakia. As we continue, now we go into church history. This. So I can bring it and get Alright, so let's go into the book of Acts. So like chapter four, right? Oh, I gotta finish up my coffee, brother. Oh, boy, that tastes like donuts. The book of Acts chapter four from the top. And as they spoke unto the people, the priest and the captain of the temple and the Sadducees came upon them, being grieved that they taught the people and preached through Yahweh Shai the resurrection from the dead. So we've all the Israelites, you know, the prophets have always stirred up controversy in the Israelite community. You know what I'm saying? And they laid hands on them and put them and put them hold onto the next day, for it was now even eventide. Howbeit, many of them which heard the word believed, and the number of the men was about 5,000. See what I'm saying? That's the, that was what it was. You know what I'm saying? They're, they had gotten people that were, you know what I'm saying? How should I say this? They were waking people up at that point, even when we knew who we were. Verse 5. 
And it came to pass on the morrow that their rulers and elders and scribes and Anas, the high priest, and Caiaphas, and John, and Alexander, and as many as many as were of kindred of the high priest were gathered together at Jerusalem. Salak, yeah, something caught my attention. I'll explain later. Uh, verse 7. And when they had set them in the midst, they, they asked, By what power or by what name have ye done this? Then Peter, filled with the Holy Ghost, said unto them, Ye rulers of the people and elders of Israel, if we this day be examined of the good deed done to the important man, by what, by what means is he made whole, be it known unto all, and to all people of Israel, that the, that by the name of Hamashiach Yahushua Nazareth, whom he crucifies, whom Yahweh raised from the dead, even by him hath this man stood here before you whole. Now notice who he's talking to. All and to all people of Israel. You know what I'm saying? When we, when we highlight that, let's, you know what I'm saying? Let's let's be clear on who, even in the New Testament, who he was talking to. Verse 11. This is the stone which was set not of the builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is no other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. And it's crazy, right, because Christians will just throw out the whole Old Testament and ban the Apocrypha which just clearly told us who salvation was for and to say see for everyone right there and then completely ignore the fact that it says the people of Israel you know what I'm saying uh, let, let's, let's keep going now when they saw the boldness of Peter and John and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men they marveled and they took knowledge of them that they had been with Yahushai so, see, y'all remember the book of Psalms when it says, uh, making the foolish wise, you know what I'm saying? Verse 14, and behold, nothing against it. But when they had commanded them to go aside out of counsel, they conferred among themselves, saying, what shall we do to these men? For that indeed notable miracle have been done by them is manifest to all them that dwell in Jerusalem. And we cannot deny it. But it spread no further among the people. Let us straightly threaten them, that they speak henceforth to no man in, the, in that name. To no man in this name. So, you know, they even, I mean, they said, they took a, you know, they took a whole little council, they had a whole little meeting about us, the prophets and the apostles. And they were like, you know, what do we do? So they said, let's threaten them. Let's see what happens when we're threatening. Verse 18, And they called them and commanded them not to speak all nor teach in the name of Yahushai. But Peter and John answered and said unto them, Whether it be right in the sight of God to hearken unto you more than unto God, judge ye. For we cannot but speak the things which have we have seen and heard. So when they had further threatened them, they let them go. Uh, let them go finding nothing how they might punish them because of the people and for all men glorified Yahweh for that which was done. For the man was 
above 40 years old on whom this miracle of healing was shown. And being let go, they went to the to their own company and reported all that the chief priests and the elders had said to them. So you know, we they went back to to the to the brothers they were teaching and let them know everything that was going on. And when they heard that, they lifted up their voice to Yahweh with one accord and said, Yahweh, thou art power, which made heaven and earth and the sea and all that it, that it is. See, we're, the Most High is even providing us with prayers today. Because when they lift up their voice, that's what they're doing. They're praying. Who, who by the mouth of thy servant David has said, why did the heathen rage and the people imagine vain things? The kings of the earth stood up, and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. They were against Yahweh and his anointed. For a truth against thy holy child Yahushai, whom thou hast anointed, both Herod and Pontius Pilate, with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were to get were gathered together. So, real fast, I want everybody to highlight this. If you're reading, if you're listening right now, or if you're listening to the recording later, highlight this part. Because when they say the Jews betrayed them, the Jews killed them, we can always go right here. When Peter Peter and John said that, you know, the Herod Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel. So Christians can't play this game of, you know, you guys killed them if you guys are claiming to be them. So let's go. Verse 28. For to do whatsoever thy hand and thy counsel determined, before to be done. You know what I'm saying? Verse 20, 29. And now, Yahweh, behold, their threatenings, and grant unto thy servant that with all boldness they might speak thy word. So we got to step in all boldness when we go out there to teach. You know what I'm saying? By stretching forth thy hand in the heel that the signs and wonders may be done by the name of thy holy child, Yahushai. And and when they had prayed, the place was shaken with uh, where they were assembled together, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spoke the word of Yahweh with boldness. Brethren, we got to do that when we step out in the field every every Saturday. You know what I'm saying? Me, sar me, sar me Lieutenant and Sergeant, you know what I'm saying? Almost had to get carnal with 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 a, with, with a few people. Well, actually, a, a particular Jake in on Thursday after camp. You know what I'm saying? So we got to go out there in great boldness. Don't let it be. You know, don't get like the Christians where oh, it's just the religion. No, sometimes you gotta be able. You gotta step out there in boldness because it might get physical. You never know. We've seen how many videos have brothers seen on. You know, world star Hebrew Israelites getting in fights. So you have it, then you probably ain't been in the truth that long. But Salaki, that they're, 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 it's happened before. You know what I'm saying? Well, we, we've had to get physical. We're brothers, not just us, but uh, you know, not just us, but other. You know what I'm saying? Other organizations. You, you, you know what I'm saying? But let, let's keep going. Uh, verse 32. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart, of one soul. Neither said any of them that that ought of the things which um, the things which he, which he possessed power of Salaki. Let me let's start again. Verse 32. And the multitude of them that believed were of one heart and of one soul. So, you know what I mean? When we pray, we got to be in that same spirit. Neither said any of them that ought of the things which he possessed was his own. But they are all things common. 
and with great power gave the apostles witnesses of resurrections of Adawan Yahushai, or Lord Yahushai, and of great grace was upon all. Neither was there any among them that lacked, for as many as, as were possessors of lands or of house sold them and brought the prices of these things that were sold. Now, obviously, we're not telling you, hey, bring everything, but you see how, you know, our treasurer, our treasurer can tell you how things have operated, you know what I'm saying, how handy these things have come when brothers need money out of the treasury, you know what I'm saying, for things that, that, are, that, that have to be, you know what I'm saying, have to be done, you know what I mean, but let's keep going, verse 35, and laid them down at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made unto every man according as he had need. You know what I'm saying? Look, look at the type of... Even then, it's, they call, the Edomite call it communism because they're greedy, but it's really just shared living. That's verse 36. And Joseph, Hoseus, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, a Levite, and the and of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought it to, and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Now y'all see, even the, the tribe of Levi was contributing. You know what I'm saying? But we see our brothers have been, you know, even back then have been communal, as they say. But that concludes our reading. I'm gonna stop the recording. Give all honor and glory to the Most High God Yahweh in the name of His only begotten Son Yahweh Shai. We're going to stop the recording so I could take the question.